Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. Don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app. And of course, you can always find us too on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. And you can watch good things. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to Super Talk TV and you'll get to meet Ariana Hopkins. She is Miss Junior High School America for 2023 which made her the 2022 Miss Mississippi Junior High School, uh, I think. Am I right with that, Ariana? Yes, yes. <laughs> Trying to get it all right, which I know we just had the we just crowned the 2023 for Miss uh, Mississippi Junior High School. But I want to get to your reign first, and we'll congratulate her in just a minute. First, congratulations, girl, not only on winning the state competition, but that going on and winning Miss Junior High School America. When did this take place? It took place in June in Little Rock, Arkansas, and thank you so much for the congratulations. So tell us a little bit about this organization, because it is the Miss High School America organization, and there's a lot of different uh, ones out there that are helping young women, you know, get scholarships for uh, for furthering their education, and this one I think is similar. But how do you describe this organization? Well, the Miss High School America organization started in 2009 and provides professional and personal opportunities for young women. And the goal is to provide junior high, high school, and collegiate girls an opportunity to compete in this national pageant. The High School America organization partnered with the Livingston Foundation and then was awarded over $500,000 in cash scholarship for the national title holders. And the prize package for the national title holders combined is $100,000 in sparsed wardrobe, photo shoots, traveling, and prizes all year round. Well, it sounds like a good thing to me. How exciting is that for you? So during your reign, so you've got till, I guess, next June, June of 24, to reign as yes. Miss Junior High School America. So what you been up to, yes. Ariana? Well, it's been really busy right after I had my first appearance at the Miss Mississippi Volunteer Pageant. And I immediately started school because we started school a little early. And so I'm just really excited for my reign. It's already been a month and it's gone by so fast. So I don't want it to go by as fast as it already has been for a year. And I just am so excited for my reign. And I love my sister queens. They are so cute. But it's been amazing so far, and I can't wait for the rest. So tell us a little bit about the pageant. You probably got a lot of uh, parents listening, maybe even in the car rider line. They may have juniors or going into junior high this year or maybe next and sort of thinking about those opportunities. What's the pageant consist of? Is it very similar to maybe the Miss Mississippi or the Miss Volunteer 
sort of set up? What are kind of those standards that a, that a contestant's going to have to uh, accomplish? Well, it's a week-long pageant, and they have things like registration, and they have excursion day and things like that. But the portions of the competition is interview, evening gown, and fun fashion. Can't go wrong with that. <laughs> with your interview, I'm thinking at junior high, what what did you have to prepare for your interview? Or what, what kind of areas did they want you guys to sort of be up on or prepared to talk about? Well, for me, I really wasn't a talkative person. I wasn't really a people person. I would really like to keep to myself. And so I really had to work extra hard on interview. But my amazing coach, Kimber Smith, has helped me a lot with that and with this organization. I've grown so much. But it's just really in the interview room, you have to show your personality who you are. And you don't really need to be fake about it. Just show them who you are as a person and what your goals are as a national title holder. So to to say self-proclaimed kind of shy, and I would say you are not that, Ariana. You're doing a wonderful job at least talking to people, or at least Thank it's just you. me and you, though, here on Good Things uh, in the state of Mississippi. But, the, you know, who's who's counting there? But you – so what inspired you to do this? What grade were you when you chose to go in for the Miss, uh, Mississippi Junior High School? Well, for years, I watched the Miss USA, Miss Universe pageant, but my role model was Chesley Chris when she won Miss USA. It took her five years to go on and win Miss USA, but she won with her naturally curly hair, and that really inspired me to go into pageants. And so former Miss Mississippi USA, Bailey Anderson, introduced me into the pageant, and I actually started as Miss Mississippi sixth grade elementary. And so I went to Little Rock, and I didn't even place in the top 15, and that took a really big toll on my confidence. But with a lot of convincing from my pageant coach and my mom, I had to sign up for the Miss Mississippi Junior High School America pageant. And to be honest, I was absolutely terrified because <laughs> going from elementary to junior high is a big jump. And I was doing it at 12 years old. But fortunately, I won and I went back to nationals. And I not only placed in the top 15, which was my goal, but I placed in the top five and got to fourth runner up. And so I knew I wanted to come back and I got an open title of Maryland. And I surpassed my goal of 15 and top five. But also, I won overall interview, which we were talking about earlier. And I was so proud of myself. Like I said, I was shy. But now I'm sitting here as Miss Junior High School America, and I just couldn't be any happier. <laughs> well, it sounds like you've put in a lot of work, which I think often gets overlooked for young women who choose to go in any pageant circuit, whether it's the Miss Mississippi organization or I guess it's the Miss America organization or the volunteer or even for the Miss High School America organization. There's a ton of work and effort and focus that goes into it to, to be your best when you get, you know, on that stage. I think it was this past weekend, though, Ariana, you had the privilege of going and, I guess, crowning the next Miss Mississippi Junior High School for, I guess that would be 2023, correct? Who who carries the crown now? So I actually crowned Reese Celo, and then she wanted to be as Mississippi Junior High last year. And so me and her together as Sister Queens, we crowned Summer. I love her so much. We knew each other because we have the same pageant coach, and I got to know her a little more throughout the weekend, and I couldn't be even more prouder, and I can't wait to see her at Nationals. So once you are at, you'll go to Nationals, and hopefully that you will crown the next one, and she'll also be from Mississippi. Wouldn't that be cool if that happens? So what's next for you, Ariana, after that, after you go to Nationals in, or to, to pass your crown on in June of 2024? What's next for you? 
You know, I really just want to continue to be an inspiration for young girls, not only in Mississippi, but all over the nation, whether it's me doing another pageant system or me just being a regular citizen in school, middle school, just posting on social media and TikTok and things like that. I just want to be an inspiration, whether it's doing a pageant or just being regular and doing normal middle school things. But I really just want to be that inspiration. So what did you start? What what grade did you start this year, Ariana? I am in the eighth grade this year. Oh, last year in junior high. Next year you go into yes. into high school, <laughs> which if they're watching us over at Super Talk TV, they see you have your beautiful crown and you look very uh, wonderful and presentable today. But if I'm correct, you are multitasking because you also came from volleyball, which goes to show you're a woman who is <laughs> young woman who is juggling multiple things. So how do you how do you keep it all in? How do you make it all fit at, in the eighth grade? You know, I can't take all the credit. Me and my mom do it together. We both have our big agendas with my volleyball schedule, my school schedule, and we just have to put it together all. I have school and then I have volleyball after that, but also I have to make time because I am a national title holder for appearances or amazing interviews like this, but we just do it together and it's like teamwork. It is teamwork. Well, you know, it takes a village not only to raise you young women, but then also to to keep up with all your schedules once you once you get a little bit um, get a little bit older. But in your downtime, I know you like volleyball. You obviously enjoy pageants and then being there at school. But what does Ariana like to do just just for fun? You know, me and my family really love to go to the beach. Me and my mom are best friends, and I could say I'm her favorite child because we do everything together. My brothers have each other. I have two older brothers, but they have each other. Me and my mom, we're really tight like this, but we love to go to the beach, and I love to swim. She calls me her little fish and things like that. Just doing little fun activities with my mom is just the best time. So what would be your, I guess, um plea or not not necessarily plea but sort of uh, um, advertisement if a young woman was listening or a young girl going into middle school or maybe their parents or grandparents what would you incur what would you your encouragement that's a better word for them to look at the pageant and give it a try you know this is just a really amazing organization and i just think if you have a dream you should go chase it I was always told that if your dream doesn't scare you, then it's not big enough. And being Miss Junior High School America is a big dream. But you see, I have accomplishment and I'm a small hometown girl from Mississippi. So if I can do it, you can definitely do it. And, you know, just give it a try. And I think it'd just be an amazing opportunity. If you, Even if you don't win, there's lifelong friendships that you would make. I've made friends from Hawaii to Alaska and Canada. And so this is an amazing pageant and an amazing system. Well, I appreciate your time, Ariana. Thank you for squeaking squeezing us in between school and volleyball and everything else. I think you may have volleyball next. I think that was on your schedule. See, your mom's got it covered. Well, you go change, take that crown off, take the earrings off, and go kick some tail on the court. But best of luck to you, and you're welcome back anytime. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. All righty. You guys stick with us. we got more for you coming up next.
making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Supertalk Mississippi app and, of course, all of your local Supertalk Mississippi radio stations. You can watch us. We are on computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to Supertalk TV. But you can also connect with us over on the Good Things Facebook group, which we tell you every day is one of the best ways to stay connected with this show. We try to post the most positive non-political headlines uh, out there about our state and the great people that are in it. And every now and then, I like to get the party started with a fun question. And today we've got a good one because I think it's just almost comical that they made it National Happiness Day on Election Day. But I know it's not Election Day everywhere. Um, That's just dependent on the different years. But August the 8th is National Happiness Happens Day. But I think that's also happiness, National Happiness Day, whatever. And they want you to sort of think about the things that bring you joy, delight, pleasure, or things that encourage happiness. And as I was thinking about this, it's like, ooh, this fits good things. But everybody's definition of happiness is completely different. Things that bring one person joy or delight or pleasure are going to be very personal. And so our question for today is just getting you thinking about how would you fill in the blank happiness is. It could be something. It could be spending time with someone. One, it could be kind of like a phase or stage in life. It could be a full formal Webster Dictionary definition. I don't care. It's good things as long as it's good, right? Because that would be happiness. 601-879-4395. You can argue that happiness is more of a sense of of like feel like an overshadowed feeling where like joy can be moments and spurts. Or you can argue the other way that they're, they're one and the same and interchangeable because you can have a low level of just happiness with ups and downs and all around. I usually or you call can, that content. Contentment. You could also interchange sort of that with contentment. So it depends on how when you hear the word or I guess you hear the phrase happiness is like what comes to mind? How do you want to? Like feel like feel that blank, feel in that blank. I don't know. Whatever. You know what I mean? So when you think of happiness, what is your sort of don't laugh? Well, I'm laughing because of the first thing that came to mind. I know. When I saw I'm sure. And the first thing that came to mind was a Beatles song. Happiness is a warm gun. But that's that's not my answer. That's just the first thing that came to mind. My answer is happiness is finding a new show to binge. Ah, see? Because like a, a good one. Right. It's it's something you like, get a couple episodes in. You're, you're like, excited. I'm really enjoying this. I want to continue. And there's plenty there. I, I could get behind that when you kind of get sucked into something. Hopefully it doesn't last, you know, too long. And then, you know, you feel like you're 
thousands of light years of seasons away. But yeah, it's like you connected with something. You're interested in the story. You sit down and sort of keep going. I can totally get behind that. Sheila says children. And I said, I will argue that there are a lot of days that children bring you happiness. (laughs) But depending on the story and depending on the situation, you could argue that not all children at all times bring just a load of joy and happiness into into lives. But yes, I would say that re- rearing children and seeing the fruits of that labor can bring you a sense of contentment or happiness if that's if that's how you want to define it. But I'm with Joanna too. Wednesday, eight nine twenty twenty three, day after primaries. I think a lot of us are looking forward to that day being a happy day, whether it's your candidate who made it or not. But it will be over with the ads, which I think that's your reminder to get out and go go vote. Uh, you got a couple more hours to do that. But Jeff, I'm with Jeff, too. The current temperature at 71 at his house and even here in the central um, area, we we saw the we saw like set. We have like 79. We're teetering between the low 80s and the high seven. I'll I'll take it. It brings me happiness. It's funny, though, how something like that can shift because your mood can completely be affected by the temperature or the weather outside. I was about to say, usually you don't associate happiness with a cloudy kind of stormy day, but when the temps have been in the high 90s, you do associate happiness with that cold front coming through. I totally agree. Absolutely. You walk outside, you're like, thank you, Mr. Clouds. Dark and gloomy and all. I appreciate you shutting me from whatever is above there that wants to bake my face off. Thank you for just a little bit of, of break in the in the heat from, from that. But I think that's why, you know, and they call it um, – Oh, what is it? What's the ter- technical term? If you if you get seasonal depression, um, seasonal but yeah, seasonal affective sad disorder. Affective, it's like sad. Sad is the uh, yeah. acronym, or I guess the uh, whatever for it. That that can come in the winter time. But then there's some who are like, bring on winter. I colder the better. You know, I am well insulated. I can handle it. You know, that that's my jam. So that may be. I can always layer up. I can only get so. (laughs) This is true. This is true. And at some point, we're all sweaty. Like at some point, it doesn't matter. You're sweating, and if you're not, there's something else wrong with you because of the of the 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 temperature. If it's hot outside and you're not sweating, get indoors. Drink some water. Something's wrong. Yeah, something something is very wrong. And I would say something's wrong if you hear this, like happiness is, and you don't know how to answer that. Maybe. You know, it's just been a rough go for a while. And I think that can be we can be um, absent of happiness for so long. We forget what that feeling sort of feels like, whether, again, it's just that. Un- so I think of happiness differently. It's, I, so like on the text line, someone said happiness is pe- peacefulness. It's kind of like that underlying contentment, that underlying sort of just peace to like where you are or how life is moving at the moment. And then you may have these moments of just joy and delight and all of that that make it's like the icing on the cake. But overall, you have this sense of contentment with with where you're at right now. And I think it's um, I think it's sad when folks feel like maybe that's not the majority of their I mean, you have good days and bad days. We all do. But I think we all deserve at least that ability to breathe and have that sense of happiness. I mean, if you're on this side of the dirt, there's something to be 
I guess, content or happy about. Oh, yeah, and that ties into a text we had on the ceasefire text line from the 601. They say, I get my joy from doing mission work in Honduras. The people in the poor villages have nothing, but they're happy and full of joy. You hear that over and over and over and over again, how how often you can take yourself out of what we feel like is just, you know, a spiral of doom and then the rat race and then you go and watch folks who have half of what you do but it's because there's a gratitude for what is there and um that can that can also bring you back feeling what's the word i'm looking for disgruntled maybe maybe is that the right word Dis- i think that's one way you could feel when you come back from a situation where you you see people that would by your standards be poor or living in squalor or just living with less and you you can be a little disgruntled in how you've handled your affairs and still don't get that same level of happiness or contentment from what you have totally agree happiness is being in the swimming pool these past weeks there is and i would say i again being you are joy but th- that moment of just being hot and then sliding into the pool or walking into the ocean and then feeling the cooler water like just sort of sitting and soaking and relaxing i don't know if there's it's the same as cracking open something super cold after mowing the yard or doing a little manual labor it's like it's hard to put into words just how fresh how awesome and how much joy that brings to an individual unless you've kind of experienced it. But, yeah, taking the first dip into the pool or the ocean when you're sticky hot and just, eh, that, you know, that's dance happiness. Dan in Hattiesburg on the ceasefire text line. Happiness is it being your turn to do the laundry and you find a $20 bill in a pocket. Finders keepers, losers sweepers. Yes, sir. That is your fee for doing the laundry. Or reaching into your pocket as we do move into the more cooler months and you start pulling out those jackets and you're like, you found your five, ten, fifteen, whatever dollars that may have been stuck somewhere. There, There is like you, there is a getting, it doesn't matter how old you are. And it really doesn't even matter how much money is in your bank account. You get giddy when you find cash in a pocket that you didn't know was there. And then you instantly think, what are you going to spend it on? Or stick it into your wallet. Oh, yeah. That's definitely spending money. Yeah. That, that is that. That doesn't go in a piggy bank. No. That is that, oh, I'm going to stop, and my daddy would say, the totesman store and get a soda pop. That's like, you're going to treat yourself with that. You may. Mm-mm. I don't know. You let us know. Happiness is fill in the blank. 601-879-4395. We've got more for you coming up next. Becca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
happy. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry. I feel like this is just a very timely national day. I want everybody to take a deep breath. Tomorrow's coming. Don't worry. The primaries will be over. But don't forget to vote. And you can watch Good Things on your computer or your mobile device. You can watch it on Roku, Amazon Fire TV devices, even YouTube. You can also catch Good Things on C Spire TV if you've got that. We're on Channel 70 right next to the Weather Channel, which is giving us also a break today and reason to be happy. You can get happy, too, that the entire Supertalk Mississippi team is going to be at the Lloyd Ricks building on the MSU campus on Friday. We are bringing awareness to CAS, that's Child Advocacy Studies Training. It's a nonprofit profit membership organization it supports and advocates on behalf of children's advocacy centers and multidisciplinary teams statewide so that's going to be a fun and good day and if you're feeling lucky then make sure you get out to one of our registration boxes even if you're not why not just do that and sign up for the guns and roses vip giveaway they are coming to the mississippi coast coliseum september the 20th and we want to give you a chance to be there so you can win tickets and a night stay at the Beauvage and then a limo ride to the concert. Never thought it before, but whoever you take, make sure you either they get their own hotel room or you, you, you somebody you want to spend a night with. Let's just put it that way. And you got to be 21 to enter the registration box. At, I mean, 21 to enter. And you can find out where the registration boxes are at supertalk.fm slash uh, GNR for Guns N' Roses. And maybe that, winning that, would bring you a little happiness. Or maybe going to a good concert always brings folks a little bit of happiness. There is something about a good concert. Unless it gets called off. Unless it gets called, yeah. While you're, <laughs> when you're there. Okay, how do we reframe that so it is it is politically correct happiness that you get to see the entirety of the concert in which you paid good happiness money. Happiness <laughs> is hearing your favorite song by a band at a concert. Yes. Agreed. Yes. And Especially if it's one of those line. where they've they've had a, a couple hits, but they've got several albums and they're playing their new album because they're really pushing it. And then you get to the encore and you still haven't heard your song. And then one of the last songs they do. They pull it out and play it. Especially if it's an, uh, I would say Guns N' Roses would fall in that line of having multi generate, I mean, multi decades of success and songs. So the chances that they can play everything they've ever written in one night are slim to none. Where right. you got the newer type of artists, they kind of have their hits that they're going to play because that's what got you there, and they're only five years into their. Like Taylor Swift, yeah. the same 14 songs, re recorded 15 times. But there are other, um, too, I think, widespread panic. If you know, you know. I don't know. I've never been one, but I got a sister-in-law who really knows. You got a set list of like 400 songs. Yes, and so you don't know which, like, that's part of the excitement. And you really can't, you can't fit those because they're like 30-minute songs. You, and, you get like 12 of them. Yeah, and so yeah, they they get real excited when they go. They what Also, that was smart on their part because um, from a band's perspective, you keep them traveling and you hook them because they, they see a different show every time. Um, every time they show up, but but no, I agree. That is happiness. Definitely, is being at a concert and hearing uh, hearing your favorite song um, being played and not being in the toilet line when it happens. That is the the, start the antithesis of, of happy. happiness. Because <laughs> that's happened to you too before, and you're like, no, 
And then you have this moment where you're like, do I run up the stairs and have my moment, like staring at my band I paid to see to hear the song I want to hear? But I put or do in this you just line hold up the lighter for the 20 bathroom. minutes, and you know I really gotta go. So I don't know which don't know which one to do. <laughs> you forego it. You go and you enjoy your song, and then you come and you get back. You totally come and get back in the in the line. Someone said happiness is or filled in the blank. Deer camp every weekend, year round. I think you could. Um, Agree with that. That's what you're into. Kevin and Monticello said happiness is having a good wife and kids to go home to. It definitely is the little things, I think, is what gives you that low level or not sitting in a low level, but just constant level of just feeling. Again, I go back. You, you said the word rhino content. To me, that's what I connect happiness with is when you have that sense of peacefulness or contentment. And it's obviously, again, not every day. I mean, not every day sunshine and rainbows, but it's just that, you know, your mean sort of level is just a level of happiness and content. I think that's what we all want. We just don't know it in words. I think that's part of the problem with, and I'm not going to go on a rant, but part of the problem with society is that we've been conditioned to think you have to be happy 24 7 365 or have those moments all the time like you're entitled to them and every day. It, that's just it's not natural it's not normal there mm-hmm. are zero people on the planet that are happy around the clock every day of the year you without the rain you don't appreciate the sunshine correct Right. And it's like knowing what matters. So like what Kevin's saying is you may have a really poopy day at work. Your person may not win the primary. But if you've got that foundational family, friends, good food to go home to, you can weather that storm or weather that, you know, rough sea or whatever it may be because you recognize what are you grounded in? Like, what is really sort of what is the source of your joy? And I agree. I think the sort of the self-help, um, positive vibes only, all that kind of. Uh, I'm going to be happy. I'm going to force myself to be happy. That's not the way to live life. No, no. Or to think that you should. And what, speaking of music. What is the what's the music going back to music video days of the little girl in the bee costume and she's running and frolicking through No Rain. Yes The Blind Melon. <laughs> and you know, like she was so happy, but every day is not um you know, sort of that kind of of day. But you can find and I know again it's like wrestling with the words, and they can be interchangeable. It's not a big issue. But I would say you can find moments of joy in every day, and that can be as simple as a cup of coffee in the morning. You wake up and smell it. That gives you a little bit of joy. You know, seeing your kids off to school or finding out that, you know, they've got your favorite blue plate combination special together, like remembering that there can be those little moments throughout the day um, that can bring you. And that to me is when you're seeking those out and you're anticipating them, that is a life of happiness, if that makes sense. So then you oh, have yeah. that level sort of um, sort of of it that, yeah, because you can't be rainbows and butter. It can't be you can't be a ray of sunshine every single day, which is funny because so often when I get the great privilege of meeting many of you 
um, you think, oh, gosh, you're just you, you bring such happiness every single day. And I'm like, for an hour, I can fake it on the days it doesn't feel like it because <laughs> <laughs> even I need it. I need the same break that you need that we get here from from good things. And that's what this show is for is for those good things that are in every day. It's the good headlines, regardless of the obnoxious political ads that are, you know, on your phone today or in your face on TV or on your ear, in your ears through the radio. I mean, there are still good headlines and fun things happening through that minutiae. It's just what are you willing to sort of focus on and find? And I get it. Like today's kind of a tunnel vision. It's a, it's a specific, it is, it's an action day in terms of if you don't get out and go and exercise your right to vote, then you really don't get the right to complain. We've heard that before, and yeah, I get that. But at the same time, recognizing detaching your happiness and your ability to go on tomorrow from whatever the outcome is because you can't control the weather. Oh, who was that? Was that Missy Elliott? Is that another? I control the rain. <laughs> With my musical uh, trivia today, that's just coming from left and right. We went from blind melon can what, what's blind melon. <laughs> blind melon to Missy Elliott all within like ten minutes. I think that's a great playlist for happiness, in my opinion. Yes, from Mike from Chicago says one thing I'm always happy about is good things. We appreciate that most peaceful part of my day by choice, and we 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 covet that here. That's why when we try to make you laugh, we try to break through whatever tension you may be holding at the moment. Some of it is silly. Some of it is you know not necessarily. Um, none of it is. Some of it's serious. Some days, but for the most part, we are here. To remind you that there is a great big world out there still spinning that has nothing to do with political views. It has nothing to do with whatever bad phone call you got today or email that irritated you or family member or relationship that's on the rocks. Or the entitled customer that was really trying to force themselves to be happy by forcing you to do something. Yeah, Absolutely. Just remembering that there are there's still good things to talk about and focus on. So choose it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stick with us. We got more for you coming up next. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Not blind Mellencamp, right? Someone went, huh? Uh, you had to be listening to good things earlier, but yes, 
cool girl in this video back in the day when you had VH1 and MTV who actually played them. In fact, I think this got really big one summer. I can remember sitting and watching the top 20, the top whatever, and it made its climb up the charts and I always thought, huh, who is that little kid who just gets to run through a field with a bumblebee costume on? And the little, there was the little thing on her head that bounced when she ran that looked the gotcha. Like, that's happiness. That's what I want to do whenever, whenever I grow up. If you've been listening to Good Things, it is National Happiness Happens Day, and we're having fun with it, particularly on a day that is not so happy for so many people or just highly charged. And But you can admit that sometimes claiming revenge can bring a little bit of happiness. Don't worry, I'm not going down the political route. This is a fun headline that I saw, and I thought, huh, what folks will do to get a, to get back at a rival? But this this is a headline for the ages. Man, those petty revenges. Or those petty revenges. Man uses forehead to smash walnuts to claim rival's world record. So apparently, <laughs> there were some some rivals from it was from India who one got the Guinness World Record from from smashing two hundred and seventy three walnuts with his forehead in one minute. Number one. What? And so he decided he was going to go out and try to beat his rival until he could. Wait, I got it wrong. The record was 254 set by the rival. The new one is 273 in a minute. Like, did he steal your girlfriend? Like, what, what, what made it so bad that you thought to yourself, I am going to learn how to do that. And I am going to take your Guinness World Record away from you and then what behind the scenes led to you being proficient at forehead walnut bashing like there were probably a lot of (laughs) i was about to say what if it's reversed what if the the first record holder saw the current record holder working on it and working up to a world record and he's like you know what i could do that and he ran out and got the record real quick that would start a rivalry in a hurry. Maybe so. I'm sure we don't know the backstory to the actual rivalry, but in my my simple brain, it just played out. You see someone that you obviously have got some pettiness against win something. You're like, uh-uh, it's mine. And then like you, you go buy all the walnuts and you sit in your your dark room and you just try to figure it out. And you have to explain the bruises on your forehead. For- Was it sponsored by BC Power? <laughs> For a while. And then how many times do you get close to the record without getting it that you have to start all the way back over? Because this is in a minute. You know, they're first out the gate. You're not a 273 walnut cracker. -er. I mean, have you ever tried? If you only get like three or four in a minute, you probably don't need to try for the world record. What if you miss the walnut? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I mean, that has to. That has to hurt. If you have the force to crack a walnut with your forehead and you don't hit the walnut, yeah, that that is going to hurt. Mm-hmm. Yes, I totally agree. So, I don't know. If you, maybe you should, maybe if you have a rival you'd like to see try to beat you, you throw it on Facebook and you're like, hey, I can, I can smash how many beer cans on my head and however long and then see if your rival's dumb enough to to try and do it behind you. I don't know. That's not what I'm trying. There are, I still haven't tried taking a um was it stacking eggs? Stacking eggs and then the other one was the little um the the kids drink with the straw. Oh yeah, the Capri Sun. The Capri Sun and however but you have to go from I can't remember how many seconds it is, but it feels doable, but you still have to take the straw out. Like it 
the Capri Sun has to be intact, and then you have to take the little thing off the straw and all that. And the, the straw has to go through the designated straw hole. You can't right. just stab the Capri no, Sun. correct. For sure. It's National Farmer's Market Week. Someone wanted us to know about that, and that can bring you a lot of happiness, too, if you visit your local farmer's market. You'll find some of the best produce, meat, cheese, dairy, eggs, all the things at your local farmer's market. If you've never had real whole milk or chocolate milk from a local dairy, you're missing out if that's your thing. I was going to say, if you haven't had a mater sandwich made with a tomato from a farmer's market, you're missing out. Or or cheese that's made on the farm, or I'm sure it's not on the farm. I'm sure they have some form of regulations that will bring you. Cheese just is happiness. Why hadn't anybody said that today? Like, happiness is cheese. <laughs> Even if you're lactose intolerant, you still like cheese. It doesn't like you. There is a distinct difference. That's a good way to end the show. Happiness is cheese. All right, stick with us. She got more coming up next. She got the boys with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will meet you back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Good things for you tonight. Good things for you tonight. Good things for you tonight. Good things for you Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.